Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Barely Athletic Fantasy Football Podcast, Week 11 Preview. I am your host, Bryant Kicking and Screaming Corrigan, joined by my co-host, Andrew Anchorman Dobes and Brendan Old School Pika. How are you now? Dude, I... Oh, not so bad. I'm not doing too bad. I'm excited. I figured it out instantly. You just listed one of my favorite childhood movies right there. That was a dead giveaway. Ooh, which one was your... uh, throwback favorite that you're the first one you said kicking and, I screaming. Want to, kicking and screaming i grew up watching that movie let's see if <laughs> can brendan wow. guess it though no it's i can't act. guess it i've never seen it well i'm assuming it's will ferrell there it's it is anchorman nailed it yeah. my but spirit I, animal will ferrell yeah hey. there you go highly recommend kicking and screaming this uh, episode of the podcast is brought to you by kicking and screaming sponsored uh, by will ferrell in theaters <laughs> this weekend and this weekend <laughs> Go watch this 20-year-old movie. Gentlemen, today is our week 11 preview. As we kind of start talking about football, I did a little brainstorming. I looked at the teams, how easy they're to predict. We're we're 10 weeks into the season. You know, patterns start to emerge. We start to get more comfortable projecting stats. I kind of noticed there were three teams that I just fundamentally hate. I I just have a blind spot. (laughs) Can I guess them? Let's hear them. I, I bet you could probably get at least two of them. The first right. one, you you just hate Tennessee. You nailed it. Yep, that's number reason, one on my list. I love Tennessee. <laughs> my guess. Come on. Tennessee's great. First um, off, yeah, I'll say Tennessee just because I, I don't know who they are. Are they good? Are they bad? They are hard uh, to predict. Oh, my gosh. They drive me crazy. All right. Driving, if we're going to go on the line of driving you crazy, I want to go with the New York Jets. No, that's, oh, that was an honorary mention on my list. Man, uh, Washington professional football franchise? Nope. No, you're wow. getting straying further from the light. Uh, I have Ooh. Eagles and Broncos. Eagles and Broncos. There's, there's fantasy points to be had there. I just You never know who it's yeah. going to be. It's never who you think it's going to be. And it just ticks you off because they're just... Ugh. Drives me crazy. So I was going to ask Steelers, you and Brendan, you know, are there any franchises that jump out to you that you're like, I just, I hate them so much. Steelers. Ooh. That, Steelers is a good choice. You know what you're getting though. That's, that's yeah. not, like they, they, yeah, they don't cool. flummox you. It's, yeah, I guess. Like the it, Titans. It, it, it's, it's like, really, I, it's I'm always going to choose fan. for them to lose. Like I'm never going to pick the Titans, oh, but they win. Ryan that's Tannen frustrating. See, honestly, one of those teams for me is the Rams. That's like, true. The Rams have been so questionable yeah. this year. They've been so questionable this year, That's and I you just expect so much out of them. Yeah. Well, that was one year That's of good really good performance. So yeah. I feel like that's, that's a fair they, point. They, they you got a really good point. Yeah, one Jeff Fisher, Sean McVay. That was that was a big jump. That was it. That was a huge step up. So Andrew, uh, yeah. another big kind of thing leading into Week Eleven. Our projections are tied. tied. You've won two weeks. I've won yep. two weeks of predicting. The most yep. number of correct games. This is going to be a tiebreaker, and I love beating important. you. So this the only thing, man. the only it's, thing that stirs so me up more than beating you is losing to you. It's so great because the feeling is so mutual. Yeah. So yeah. I can't wait. It, this is this is going to be an intense week. Yeah. So I'm curious to see how many of these games we agree on. Uh, jumping right into it. First game we're going to preview is the New York Jets taking on the Washington professional franchise. Starting out strong. These are are two teams you projected I hate, and you are correct. I do not like really either of these teams. They make me mad. 
but I feel like they're pretty <laughs> easy to project. Uh, we'll start with the Jets. Mm. Uh, Le'Veon Bell is questionable with an illness, but he is expected to play. Uh, it doesn't sound like anything too major. Uh, I would expect him to play, and yeah. I do expect him to have a pretty big role uh, in this game. I think he's going to be a, a high-end RB2, high high volume in this offense, and I do expect the Jets to beat the Redskins. Um, by how much, that's the question. But Vegas has this as a high, or a, a rather a, a low point total. And really? they are typically pretty right on the money with that, the pun intended. So I would err towards a lower scoring game. Uh, Le'Veon Bell would be, he's probably the option in this game I feel the best about. He's the only one I feel good about. <laughs> he's, what about he's Jameson the, Crowder? He's the, I mean, yeah, I think Crowder's going to be okay. I think, like you said, and like Vegas says, apparently it's going to be pretty low scoring. I think that Jets are going to take an early lead, and then they're just going to run the ball like the whole time. I think it's. I think Crowder's going to be okay. I don't think he's going to win you the this week. And um, yeah, I just wouldn't expect too much from anyone well, on this. And this is a bizarre stat and a bizarre thing for to bring up. But the Redskins, they run down the clock faster than any other team in the NFL. Uh, it's like they know that they suck and they're trying it's, to end the game as early as possible. Over. Yeah. And that's that's not even a joke. That's legitimately what they're doing. Their new mm-hmm. head coach who replaced Jay Gruden, his name is Bill Callahan, and he runs a style of offense where it's run, 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 even if you're down by a lot of points. Yeah. So it's going to be a quick game. I truly expect this game to be the first game done in that time slot. Um, and it's, I think it's going to be a low point total. So yeah. on the Jet side of the ball, starting bell with confidence. I am yep. optimistic with Jamison Crowder. Yeah, I think he has start. another really good game. Honestly, okay. I think he's a high end flex. Yeah. I got but, him as a flex. As well. Yeah. Robbie Anderson, he's limited and he hasn't been producing. So I'm not mm-hmm. interested in him whatsoever. Oh, Sam well, Darnold. Yeah. I'm not Demarius streaming. Thomas. There's better options out there. Yep. Demarius Thomas and Robbie Anderson, both limited, not interested in either of them. Now, as far as defense in this game, uh, the yeah. jets are somewhat of a sneaky play. They've had big moments this year. You know, mm-hmm. luckily for them, Jamal Adams is a fantastic player. Uh, and last week, he stole the ball from the he quarterback just, he just and grabbed it out of his hands. Yeah, it, it was spectacular. Um, and he's a phenomenal player. Would you be excited to start the Jets' defense this week against Washington? I I, I don't think excited is the correct word, um, but I like this matchup. I think that. That, like you said, the Redskins are a very run-heavy team, uh, especially with Darius Geis being back, which we'll talk about uh, in a little bit. Um, but I, I like the D-line for the Jets. I like uh, the rookie Quinn and Williams. Um, and I think that they can, they're going to stop the run, and I don't think that Washington's going to – they're not talented enough to throw the ball. So I think that Jets is a pretty solid streamable defense this week. Yeah, as we start to talk about Washington players, uh, the Jets' rushing defense is the second best in the NFL, uh, and the passing defense is 26th best. So yeah. we do expect their their rushing defense to make it way more of an impact than the passing defense. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, as far as their run game, they are extremely run-heavy, and Adrian Peterson hasn't been super effective with it, but he's been he's, getting yeah. just fantastic volume. Yeah, he's Darius been Geis... Yeah, and Darius Geis is in the picture now. Uh, and mm-hmm. when pressed about it earlier this week, uh, Bill Callahan, head coach for Washington, was saying that they will figure out a rotation. Yep. That's that's not great. That's not the kind of analysis you want. You want one clear back. 
So I'm not starting AP and I'm not starting Geis. Uh, if I had to own one of them, I'd rather have Geis. He's younger, more explosive. Talented, yeah. Yeah, and you know it's hard saying he's more talented than Peterson, at but the, at, at this, this point, point in his yeah, career, exactly. You know, Geis has more upside. Yeah. So you know, I I would roster Geis, uh, but I would not be starting either running back in this game. Yeah, exactly. Not this game for sure. Uh, a big question mark we have is scary Terry, Terry McLaurin. Uh, Dwayne Haskins is the confirmed starter for this week. Uh, as much as I've uh, teased Haskins for not being great, I don't necessarily blame him. This isn't a very good team, not a very good coaching staff. So, you know, I am more excited about Terry McLaurin than I have been recently, uh, purely because of the Jets defense. Their passing defense is the 26th best in the NFL which equates to, let me work out the math here. Eighth, what is that? Eighth worst? Fourth worst? Eighth, eighth, sixth worst. Sixth there worst there defense in the NFL. Uh, so they're, they're generous. Barely smart as well. Barely smart. Barely yeah. intelligent. Um, yeah, so I do like Scary Terry's ability here. I don't think he's going to have really high volume. It's going to come down to him being efficient with his, tu- with his touches. Uh, but I think he can do that. You know, I don't have, I don't expect you know, weeks one through six, Gary Terry here. Um, but I think he can be high end wide receiver three, low end wide receiver two. Yep. I like him in that flex position for me as well. Rock on. Uh, I think that's all the players from this game. Jets taking on Washington. Did yep. you have something else to add? No, I was just going to say, I thought you were moving on. So I got to say, we got to pick the winners, but yep. Uh, I'm picking the Jets. Yeah. Live by the jet, die by the jet. J-E-T-S, Jets. Jets, Jets, Jets. Yeah. All right. Oh, gosh. I want some <laughs> uh, want some frustration here. Next up, I'm sure we'll get it here. The Jacksonville Jaguars take on the Indianapolis Colts, starting with Jacksonville. Welcome back, Nick Foles. Super Bowl MVP, Nick Foles. Um, and I think he has the best nickname in, in football. It's This is a family-friendly podcast, so I, yeah. I can't get into it. Okay. Um, but Google it. It's pretty funny. With Nick Foles coming back, this is going to be a, a very different offense. Um, I do think Foles is a better quarterback than Minshew, mm-hmm. but I don't know if it'll be that way first game back. So D.D. Westbrook is a question mark. You know, he he was limited, but he looks like he'll be playing this weekend. Yeah. Uh, but D.J. Chark is the receiving option. Actually, I guess the only other receiving option we're talking about. Uh, he's been phenomenal this season. He's really outproduced what anybody expected. Uh, people were expecting this to be Westbrook's show, and it really hasn't been. DJ Chark yeah. has been a monster. Do you think he'll show the same production with Foles as he showed uh, with Minshew? I, I think that he's going to show close to the same production because I think Nick Foles has seen how talented Chark is, and because D.D. Westbrook is questionable, Nick Foles is going to have to look elsewhere. Um, if D.D. Westbrook was like fully healthy, I would say Westbrook's going to have the better game because he looked to be uh, Nick Foles' favorite. But I think that that this could be a trend. I think that he could be, you know, still the same, close to the same shark as as we've seen uh, earlier this season. Yeah. Interesting. Um, I, I definitely want to wait and see. Uh, if yeah. I have Chark, I'm starting him. You know, he's just been. Un fuego. So you just got, you got to stay in those flames. I do project him more as a wide receiver three this week than a wide receiver two, um, but I'd, I'd be okay putting him out there. Mm-hmm. D.D. Westbrook, I don't want to mess with this week. I want to take a wait-and-see approach uh, with Nick Foles and yeah. uh, Westbrook connection. 
But other than that, Leonard Fournette, um, you know, obvious start. The Colts, you know, their rushing defense is middle of the pack, uh, literally exact middle in the NFL. Um, So I I think Fournette will have a fine stat line. I don't think I would be surprised with 80 yards and a touchdown. Yeah, I can see that. I can see that as well. Yeah, obviously Fournette's a must start. I just wish D.D. Westbrook was healthy. If he was fully healthy, I would say start him, but. Interesting. Wow. Yeah, I wouldn't go that far. I, um, the from the first couple drives that I've seen from Nick Foles, I I really like that connection at the very beginning with D.D. Westbrook. But yeah, you, you say that, but the Colts have a really good passing defense. They do. Yeah. yeah, they're they're ninth best in the NFL, um, which means they are the ninth least generous defense to wide receivers. Tough this matchup. Yeah, I I don't expect much, like you said, from either of those two, especially. I mean the Westbrook injury, but yeah, wide receiver three low end for Chark. Over to the Colts side of the ball. Uh, Jacoby Brissett did return to practice. It is yep. looking like he'll play. Uh, hopefully. Hopefully. And if he does play it, there's a pretty solid chance he'll be hampered uh, from his injury. Yeah. You know, he's been a, a really hot streamer this year. He's been extremely solid. Uh, never really a huge blow up game, but he's been a really good fill in. Uh, I wouldn't be tempted to start him this week. Uh, I think you can find more dependable options. You don't want to get David Johnson. You don't want him to go out there for one play, get hurt. And then yeah. you just get the goose egg. I agree. So at this point look, in time, you got to just play it safe. Yeah. Look for other options. Yeah. That's my recommendation. Um, but it is looking like he'll play, which is obviously a huge boost to all the other offensive positions. Uh, Jack Doyle is questionable after limited practice on Friday. I like Jack Doyle, uh, especially against the Jaguars. I think yeah. with T.Y. Hilton being out once again, I think they're going to need to focus through or really run this game through the tight ends. Um, yeah, I mean, do you feel differently? I don't. I mean, Doyle's got a touchdown in the last two games. Um, Ebron led the league or led the team in the most uh, receiving yards last game. So I, I like Doyle obviously a little more than than Eric Ebron, but I they they should both have a decent game this week. I think Doyle is going to be the better out of the two. So Pascal let you down last week. Are yeah. you going back to the well this week? Uh, he's a very, very low-end flex um, because I like to look at matchups a lot. And the Jaguars... That's good. Yeah, exactly. You're a fast I, football expert. I base a lot of this off of the matchup. <laughs> um, Jaguars are 13th best in passing defense. So they're... they're a little better than the middle of the pack, but I think that Pascal should put up better numbers than last week. Um, but it did concern me that he put up those numbers against one of the worst teams in the NFL. So I am fading on Pascal a lot, but with T.Y. Hilton out, I mean, who else are they going to throw to? Well, and granted, last week it was Brian Hoyer. Yeah, so I do Hoyer, think Brissett exactly. is a pretty big upgrade. Huge upgrade. <laughs> I mean... Uh, yeah, yeah, these two teams, I'm taking the Colts. Oh, this is where we disagree. I, I'm I taking the Super Bowl 52 MVP. Nick Foles. Oh, jeez. There you go. All right. Our Please, first man. disagreement, and it feels oh so good. Also, Marlon Mack, obvious start. I know we didn't talk about him, but that's because yep. it's obvious. Yep. Just thought we should mention that. Yeah, and he's been a disappointment lately, um, but he's got a locked in workload. Yep. Uh, and, you know, unfortunately, it's just nature of the beast. You know, I do I think, think it, he'll improve. Um, yeah, yeah he's he been letting you down, Hoyer but too. yeah, and he's been working with Hoyer. So I do yeah. still expect good things from Mac. If you've got mm-hmm. him, you starting him. 
Uh, next up, we have America's team, oh, Buffalo Bills. Wait, we disagreed, which means we got to yeah. bring in our producer, Brendan. Bring oh, it in. The I, guess right. I guess I always assume I'm right. Oh, <laughs> so, Brendan, keep in mind, point. let me pander okay, to the timer. Try to sway him. Okay. <laughs> Don't worry, I already made my Nick decision. Foles' first game back, coming off of a yes. pretty serious injury. Yep. First year with a new team. <laughs> Doesn't have a lot of you know experience running with these offensive weapons since he got hurt in preseason. This team loves Minshew. I I think the Colts they get they get Brissett back. Frank Reich is a great coach. Mm-hmm. That's that's how I feel. All right, hey, I now hear it's you, my Brian. turn. I hear now you. it's my turn. All right, Nick Foles won a Super Bowl. Boom. <laughs> so did Joe Flacco. Next, you won a Super Bowl Next. MVP. All right. Well, there's there's also the other thing that we have to keep in mind. The last the last performances that we've seen from both of these teams there were fairly go. poor. Yep. Um, now now they mind lost you, to the Dolphins. yes, lost to the Dolphins. Lost to the Dolphins. Um, yes, it it's was it Dolphins. was Hoyer. But I should say I do have a little bit more faith in the Colts. It doesn't uh, that doesn't uh, I, I should say I'm I am concerned about Jacoby Brissett's uh, in, injury. But Nick Foles, we haven't seen a whole lot of uh, this season. I know we saw a little snippet, and he he, he was great yeah. for that little snippet. But I'm picking the Colts for this one. That's I think okay. they're going to come out on top. That's pretty reasonable. I can see going back and forth on that. That's a, yeah. a safer option with the Colts. There's no back and forth. It's pretty clear. Well, I mean, I can, <laughs> next I'm saying up, I can next say up, where you next can take it. I can see where Andrew, you can take come it. Nick Foles is going to destroy them. You know, I kind of hope he does. But also, I think I think I this is gonna. <laughs> I love Nick this Foles, is... man. Hey, listen, the yeah. Nick Foles is great, <laughs> uh, but the the Colts are also a really, I, I yeah. shouldn't say a really good offense, but they 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 do have a good offense. So I I think I think this is gonna be a fun game to watch. Yeah. So, well, we we dragged that out way longer than we it's should right. have. It's but well, it's we a had good match. fun, and that's it's what matters. <laughs> this one's gonna be a lot quicker. Next so. up, we have America's team, Buffalo Bills, taking on the shockingly relevant Miami Dolphins. We'll start with well, the Bills set. because I love them. Uh, I think you start everybody, honestly. Yeah. I know last time these teams met, it was shocking how much of a fight the Dolphins put up. Dolphins are coming off of a couple wins. However, I think Miami is smart enough to realize, oh my God, we need to stop winning or else we are going to lose our draft pick. Yeah, come on. How <laughs> they're, playing, they- they're playing for nothing, honestly, yeah, at this exactly. point. Exactly. They're not um, making the playoffs. At least get a good draft pick. Be, get top five, you know? Yeah, and, and truly, I don't know how much longer this team can look competent. You know, I think it's just a ticking time bomb. Uh, yeah. And on the flip side, the Bills are coming off of a pretty embarrassing loss to the Browns last week. Uh, and the weapons for the Bills are so much better, and the defense for the Dolphins is so bad. So mm-hmm. with the Bills, I'm starting Josh Allen with confidence. I'm predicting a top five performance this week uh, at the quarterback position. I like I th- it. I think he's going to run the ball more than he has in the past, uh, at least this season. And I think him and John Brown, they haven't connected on a deep ball since week one. I think they connect on another one. I think John wow. Brown's going to have 80 yards and a touchdown, really high on Josh Allen this week. And Devin Singletary kind of yeah. let you down last week, split the load uh, with Frank Gore, but the Browns defense showed up to play last week. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I like Singletary as well. I think he makes a difference in the passing game. Uh, that's really where you hurt the Dolphins. Uh, granted, you can hurt them everywhere, but they're yeah. expl- especially exploitable uh, passing uh, game toward about running backs. So mm-hmm. I'm really like Singletary. I think you have another, I think, at least 80 total yards and a pretty high chance of a touchdown. So give me all the options. I, like I am. That too. 
well, all for the Bills this week. Here's here's the thing: is I I woke up this morning and I my Beasles infection has grown. It spread. <laughs> I still have the Beasles. It's it's spreading everywhere. Cole Beasley is is like the best. He's gonna be the best flex player this week, man. He's Shut gonna. Up. Oh, no, he's great. He's I he's dude. He's hot. He's on fire right now. He's been playing well. I think Beasley is also a startable player. I'm not yeah. gonna say he's gonna be the best flex. That was a stretch. I get a little I, emotional. I, but I, you gotta start it's him. It's the as Beasles well. talking. Yeah, it's the Beasles talking. It went straight to my head. Uh, yeah, no, I, I am not as high on Cole Beasley. I think they're going to get it done with John Brown and they'll funnel it through him. I certainly like the excitement. That That's yeah. fun. Um, and I think it's good for Josh Allen, but I don't think Beasley, I don't think Cole Beasley is going to be anything special this week, but I hope I'm wrong. I'm I hope you can have your day in the sun. Two receptions for 10 yards and a touchdown. Okay. If, it's a classic, that's your classic. Floor. Beasley best flex of the week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was again. That was an exaggeration. I I like Cole Beasley a lot, but I think yeah. that he's going to get a touchdown. He's going to get you enough points for you to put it in the flex. So wow. Okay. But yeah, uh, Greece start every bill. <laughs> Over to the Dolphins side of the ball. Uh, I don't like anybody. Devontae Parker is going up against Tre'Davious White, so pass. Uh, the only person on this team. And I'm curious to get your perspective on it. Is Jalen Balazs? The answer is no. I mean, here's here's the thing: guaranteed work volume, so that's good. And the way you beat the Bills is on the ground. You know they've been extremely susceptible towards running backs these past month. Uh, So in the past month, they have been very beatable on the ground, and that's how that's how you beat the Bills. So I think if it were to get done, it'd be Balazs. I wouldn't start him. I wouldn't be confident about it. Uh, but if you're hurting with bye weeks, if you're hurting with injuries, I think you can do worse than Balage. He's a he's a desperation play for me. Um, so he's an Andrew play. What? No, 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 no. He is a <laughs> no. I'm doing great. Uh, he's a player where <laughs> he's he's a player where I you have to have him in your lineup. But I don't. I, I think the Buffalo Bills defense is still good enough to stop him and they, i mean they're they could use improvement uh on their in their rushing defense they're the 21st best so they're not the greatest but i i just haven't seen it from Balaj this year this season and i just don't trust him a lot um it's kind of it's kind of like the same deal with you know mckissick actually i like mckissick better but Balaj's best game was last week where he got a total of 43 yards i just I need to see more out of him in order for me to start him. So if you yeah. really, really need to, I I guess you have to, but I, if you have options, go with the other option. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Certainly get where you're coming from. And I'm not happy to start Balazs. All I'm Heck saying no. is I think this is going to be one of his more plus matchups this season. Uh, and I think, you know, and if anybody in this Miami dolphins uh, team is going to be able to make a difference, I think it's going to be Balazs. All right. Uh, anybody else you think is worth talking about? No, I want to bring in my guy Gasecki, but he's got to prove no, himself don't. before I talk about him again. Yes. Yeah, that, that did not work out so well. It didn't. Uh, <laughs> which, it really didn't. Yeah, I don't know why you bet on the Dolphins, but here we are. Uh-uh. I am choosing the Bills. Yeah, the Bills. Easy. 
Give me the Bills. Next up, we have the Cowboys taking on the Stafford-less Detroit Lions. Starting with the Lions, Matt Stafford is out this week, uh, which really yep. brings down this entire team. Jeff Driscoll, he is the starting QB for the Lions. That name does not inspire fear to anyone. So I think that downgrades... Except for people in Detroit. Even in Detroit, they just don't. I think it brings fear to Lions fans. Oh, that's a fair point. That's all I'm saying. Uh, Kenny Galladay, you know, last week he was in line for a pretty rough day, except for his gigantic catch he made uh, for the touchdown. So kudos to Galladay. Um, He made it work with Driscoll. However, projecting, I haven't projected as a high-end wide receiver three, low-end wide receiver two. That's the best place to put him. Yeah, I think he's going to get 60 yards, and you're hoping Driscoll can manage a way to get it to him in the end zone, which I guess we hope for everybody. But Mm -hmm. I'm not a huge fan of Kenny this week. I think this Lions offense is really going to struggle against the Cowboys. Yeah, not even Marvin Jones. They're going up against the uh, sixth-best passing defense in the league in the Dallas Cowboys. So not a lot of faith on the Lions passing game. Yeah, no, this is is a pretty stout defense, and they're not – you know, excellent by any stretch, yeah. um, but they've been able to shut people down. Uh, mm-hmm. And I don't think this Lions offense is anything special, especially, especially without, without yeah, especially without Stafford. Yeah. So if you have Kenny, you're starting him. Marvin Jones, I'm willing to flex. Uh, mm-hmm. But J.D. McKissick, no thank you. Ty Johnson, if he plays, no thank you. Nope. Uh, yeah. T.J. Hawkinson, no thank you. Yeah, Hawkinson, if Stafford was in there, I'd be really interested. The Cowboys have not been graded against uh, tight ends this past yeah. month. But if he's out, I'm I'm not interested. Uh, so unfortunately, Lions are not looking so hot right now. Nope, they just not, they're they're not going to get another win. <laughs> yeah, that, that oh, was pretty I just, easy. I just feel bad. Uh, over to the Cowboys side of the ball. The good news is for the Cowboys, Detroit has a terrible defense. Yeah, uh, and I'm talking Buccaneers Falcons level. So Cowboys. If Cooper plays, I am optimistic. I think he's going to have a huge day. He is expected to play. So. Michael Gallup, he's he's come up big the past couple yeah. of games. And this season, mm-hmm. he's really shown he's a big play guy. Um, yeah. How high are your expectations for Gallup this week? So uh, I'll just put the wide receivers for the Cowboys in here. Uh, Mark Cooper, wide receiver. I got him as a wide receiver one right this week. Got to start him. Uh <laughs> Michael Gallup, I got him as a high-end wide receiver three. Okay, yeah, that's that if, seems fair. I was thinking about low-end wide receiver two, but yeah. I feel I feel very excited about Gallup this week. Yeah, and and honestly, I'm more excited about Dak. Uh, this really oh, seems yeah. like a game oh, where he yeah. can toy around. He can try to earn his uh, big old contract. He's going to get in the off season. This is going to be a highlight reel kind of game for Dak. Yep. At least I expect. Uh, Zeke Elliott, you know, you're starting him with confidence. He's going to crush it. He's going to just run these Hopefully. lines into the ground. I, I think he will, it's honestly. Shine, yeah. It is his time to shine. Uh, really, is there anybody else you're tempted to play with? Cobb, he had a big game last week, but yeah. I do not expect that to happen again. Uh, yeah. I picture yeah. Cobb as like, a, like when Danny Amendola had that good week for the Lions where you're just like, I kind of I kind of want to put him on my team, but then you're like, no, it's just, I can't see it happening again. Yeah, no, you're, you're grabbing onto a ghost. Yeah. Uh, and Jason Witten, speaking of ghosts. <laughs> it's so it's so hard with Jason Witten, man. I, it's not, you don't play him. I don't, I don't know <laughs> it's what to do It's pretty easy. 
Well, he's he's getting the no, target, sure but he no, just isn't doing anything with it. So yeah, it's, yeah, it's yeah, pretty easy target. to break down. Yeah, yeah. No, you're not good. starting Jason Witten. I'd rather start a Kyle Rudolph over a Jason Witten. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, that sums up this game. Start your boys, sit your lions, yep. Yep. with the exception of Galladay and Jones. I guess we didn't really expectations for sure. We didn't really talk about Lions' run game. In yeah, we did. Yeah, oh, McKissick. Did. Oh, I'm not. Did, yeah. I'm not going to start McKissick uh-uh. uh, and Ty Johnson. I have no interest in, even if right. he is healthy. Yep. So, I mean, unless you feel differently. No, <laughs> I don't. Yeah, I, don't. I feel pretty safe saying we're both going to take the Cowboys. Exactly. Yeah. Moving on, we have the game of the week: the barn burner extraordinaire, Ooh. the Houston Texans taking on the Baltimore Ravens. Starting with the Texans because I think they are the more fun team. Uh, here's a, here's a question for you. No. If you had to pick a quarterback to lead your franchise, would you rather have Deshaun Watson or Lamar Jackson? Oh, that's such a hard question. That's why, that's why I asked. Um, I got to go Lamar Jackson. He's just more fun to watch. Wow. I mean, I know that oh, I so know you're that building your franchise on fun to watch. Uh, yeah. yeah. But yeah. I know that, um, you'd be the, I think the Sean Watson, Minneapolis bandwagons. Deshaun Watson could, I think he, he, is the better quarterback. I just think he's just not he he's placed on a on a team with a terrible offensive line that makes him look way worse than he actually is. No, I'm sorry, I'm more mad in real life. Like if you have your own football team, which who would yeah. you rather have? Lamar Jackson. All right. Well, I'm yeah. going Watson, but the yeah. good news is there's no wrong option. Mm-hmm. Uh, in this game in particular, I really like Watson. I really like Jackson, but starting yep. with the Texans, Both. Will yeah. Fuller is limited in practice due to his hamstring injury, and he is questionable to play. I do expect him to play. I don't know in what role. And hamstring injuries, these are soft tissue injuries that they're apt to act up at any point. I mean, look what happened to Adam Thielen earlier this season. Hamstring injury, started the game. And then he left right away, giving you mm-hmm. a big old zero. So I'm not starting Will Fuller. I am interested in rostering him just because of the value he really does bring to this NFL team. Yeah. But I'm not starting him this week. Um, I think that's a recipe for disaster. Granted, he could ha- have one catch for an 80-yard touchdown, but I'm not going to roll that dice. Yeah, don't risk it this game. Uh, I am nervous about DeAndre Hopkins, uh, but he's a stud. You know, Ravens mm-hmm. have been pretty good against wide receivers, but... It's DeAndre Hopkins. I expect Marcus Peters to be covering him, and Peters has a tendency to try to make the play uh, versus yeah. uh, <laughs> having good coverage. So and we've seen it. He's run back, I think, two touchdowns since he's gotten traded. He's gotten two pick sixes. Uh, but you know, with that, you can get burned. And yeah. I think DeAndre Hopkins will get the better of him in this matchup. I don't think Hopkins is going to have that huge nuclear blow-up game, but I think he'll be a solid starter. I'm starting him with confidence. Yep. I agree with that as well. Uh, as far as the run game for the Texans, it's gross. It's Duke Johnson. It's Carlos Hyde. Those are, I just make me sick to my stomach, both of them. So maybe, it's, it's, Andrew, you should break down the run game because it just makes me mad thinking about yeah, it. Yeah, I, I wouldn't touch Duke Johnson uh, this week. Um, I do, I it, I like Carlos Hyde just season long, but it, I don't expect much from him this game. Um, the Ravens are ranked eighth. They're the eighth best team in rushing defense. Uh, so it's going to be a little tough for Carlos Hyde this game. I think he's still flex worthy. Uh, and because there's a lot of, you know, teams on by this week that, you know, you're, you're going to have to start him. 
Um, but I think this game is going to be, like you said, a barn burner. It's going to be a lot of passing because these are two defenses with who are very good against the run and not so great against the pass. That's funny. Uh, you know, maybe I will talk about the run game a little bit. You know, I see where you're coming from. Between Hyde and Johnson, I think I'm favoring Johnson this week, uh, especially wow. especially in a PPR league. Johnson has been getting at least four targets per game in the last month or so. So I, I do think he can have value, especially against this Ravens defense. They are so stout <laughs> on the D-line. It's similar to a James White, Sony Michelle system. You know, Carlos Hyde is the Sony Michelle, and Duke mm-hmm. Johnson is uh, obviously the James White. So when they run up against such a good D line. I can see Duke Johnson being, being the sneaky play here. So I would actually have Duke Johnson as a, you know, in desperation, put in Duke Johnson, uh, in a PPR league in a standard, I would go Carlos Hyde, but I wouldn't feel good about it, but I think it's a lot easier of a decision at PPR league. All right. I, I see where you're going, where you're coming from. I think if we want to meet in the middle, I would say desperation for, Duke Johnson, but I, uh, no, nah, I think Carlos Hyde's just gonna have a better game. It's not gonna be great for either of them, but <laughs> I like Carlos Here, Hyde. That's interesting. I will bet you that Duke Johnson has a better stat line than Carlos Hyde. What are we betting? Just honor. Okay, I'll take it. We'll like take more it. fantasy points for talking. More fantasy points and half more point for PPR. Half point PPR. Carlos Hyde's gonna have more fantasy points than Duke Johnson this week. Got it. If that's the way you want to say it, Brendan, make sure you make a note so we can properly tease whoever loses. Mm-hmm. Uh, over Got to it. the Raven side of the ball, you're starting Lamar, Lamar Jackson. Uh, as far as the other options, Mark Andrews is a locked-in tight end. Yep. Um, Marquise Brown, you know, coming off of not necessarily an injury, but he, he is limited in practice this week. Mm-hmm. He has always been limited, it seems like, since before the season even started. He is on track to play. Are you particularly excited about Marquise Brown? I don't know if excited is the right word, but I'm contemplating starting him. He's coming off a good week, and it's going to be a high-passing game. It's going to be a barn burner. So Lamar Jackson has three tight ends and then Marquise Brown to throw to. So I think he's up there in that desperation flex. Yeah, no, I I agree with you. Um, I would much rather take my shot with somebody else than Marquise yeah. Brown. I really just don't like the coming off of the injury. So far this season, that has not been kind <laughs> to fantasy owners. Uh, and granted, it's not not one size fits all situation. Um, but yeah, Marquise Brown, I'd rather you know play somebody I'm a little more confident in their workload uh, than yeah. miss the boat on a, a big play for Marquise. Uh, so if you're a risk taker, absolutely, this should be a barn burner, like you said. Uh, but I would put my chips elsewhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, nobody else really. Uh, Mark Ingram, you're starting. You know yep. he just has that workload, and really he has so many chances in the red zone. Um, he's just always a good bet for a touchdown. So you're starting Mark Ingram. How do you feel about Kenny Stills? Uh, I'm not starting him. Um, you know his workload has not been what I hoped it would be. Uh, I do think Stills is a good player, but he just hasn't seemed like a good fit for this offense. Uh, Mm. He just seems like a poor man's Will Fuller. Um, And even though I think Stills is a better player in this offense, Fuller, that's just, there's nobody else like him that can do what he does in this offense. What if, what if Fuller doesn't play? 
Yo, yeah, even if Fuller doesn't play, I, I'm just not as really? interested in Stills. I just don't think that's how they're going to get it done. With Marcus Peters on, on DeAndre Hopkins, all eyes on him. You don't think Kenny Stills is going to get a you know, have a good game. Yeah. I'm just, I'm just not feeling it. Um, I think Darren Fells is a solid option uh, for yeah. Texans as well. Uh, you know, he's a streamer. Um, but how would you feel between Kyle Rudolph or Darren Fells? Ooh, uh, uh I'm going to go Darren Fells. Darren Fells. Yeah. Darren yeah. Fels. No, I, I see where, see where we're going with that. I think I, I lean with you. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no, it just stills. I had high hopes. He just hasn't performed the way I'd liked him to. I agree. With that. The targets yeah. aren't there. It just doesn't seem like he has a chemistry uh, with yeah. with uh, Watson. I got him as well as a desperation. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Him or, him or Marquise go Brown? Brown. I'd go Marquise Brown. Marquise. Okay. I'd roll those dice. Uh, Texans versus Ravens. Andrew, I know you're going to say Ravens, yeah, so and I'm going to say Texans. Perfect. So, Brendan, break it down, my man. Keep in mind, Ravens beat I... Patriots. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Yeah, I don't need convincing on this one. I, yeah. I'm going. I'm going the Ravens, um, but I, I'm pretty confident that, that the Texans are going to be able to put up some points in this game. So, sweet, go yeah. Ravens. Yeah, the Ravens. <laughs> you know, I, I, I do think are better. Uh, however, I like the Texans. <laughs> you, you kind That's of fair. like whispered that into the mic, like you didn't want anyone to hear. Well, that. it's a secret. Yeah, I think the Ravens <laughs> yeah. are better as it's a, a team. Sh- but yeah. I just, I, I've got a good feeling about the Texans this week. You know, yeah. ever since I the whole. That eye incident with uh, Deshaun Watson. That was, I mean, that was I, I love pirates. You know, I think yeah. there's something magical right. about the old one eyed quarterback. So oh. yeah, give me the Texans. I, I'm riding oh, the magic. Gotta, that run by Lamar Jackson. <laughs> Next up, we have the Atlanta Falcons taking on the Carolina Panthers. This is my, there's three games that are my nominee <laughs> for barn burner of the week. This okay. is one of them. Yeah. I'm excited. I can see why. Yeah, that's that's true. Uh, I can see why as well. And let's break it down. Let's do it. Falcons coming off of a upset uh, of the Saints. I don't think their defense will perform like that again. You know, I think they had a slumdog millionaire type situation last week where everything lined up perfectly for them yep. for them to, you know, have a Cinderella story. So Falcons this week, I expect their defense to be atrocious, which is great for the Panthers. Um, but as far as uh, I guess, offensive weapons for the Falcons. Matt Ryan, I'm starting. I'm excited to see what he can do. The bad news, Austin Hooper's out. He's expected ah. to miss a month. Rip to the tight end one. Yeah, that, that's a tough loss. Um, yeah, that's that's not what you want to see. He was a steal in the draft, and unfortunately, it, he's going to be out for a while, and it could go yeah. into playoffs. So month, yeah. another injury is Devontae Freeman. He should be out for at least two weeks with a foot injury. Enter Brian Hill. He is the backup running back. He looked great in preseason, and coaches seem to trust him over Ito Smith and Freeman, honestly. And funny. Hill looked fantastic. You know, he yeah. is a pretty sizable guy, over six feet, over 220. I, I really like Hill. Um, spoiler alert, he's going to be one of my starts of the week. I think he can really carry the load. And the way you beat this Panthers team is by running the ball. They have a really bad run defense. Um, so I, I really like Hill this week. I think he can, I think he'll be at worst an RB two this week. Yeah, I can actually see that he did uh, not do too bad against the saints last week, even when he, he, you know, he didn't start the full game. So I think Brian Hill is a, is a solid option. Um, I'm just really excited 
for uh, Julio Jones and Kelvin Ridley this week. I got both of them starting this week, um, even though the Panthers' pass defense is actually pretty good. They're 11th best. But like you said, it's it's another barn burner. That's interesting. So what makes you excited for Ridley? Uh, Julio Jones is an obvious start, uh, but I'm, I'm curious as to your rationale for Ridley. Yeah, I think all eyes are going to be on Julio. Um, and I think when all eyes were on Julio, they passed Austin Hooper a lot. And now that Hooper's gone, they got to pass to someone else. I think that Kelvin Ridley is going to be that guy. Um, I did have high hopes at the beginning of the season for Kelvin Ridley, so I might be a little too excited about him. Um, but I just think it's going to be very high passing, and I think I can see both of them getting a touchdown. Hmm. You know, I think this could realistically be a, a lower scoring game uh, than expected. I think Matt Ryan's going to struggle in this one. Uh, you're starting Julio Jones. I yeah, am worried definitely. about Calvin Ridley. I don't think he's going to be as productive as what it sounds like you're hoping for. Uh, and and I don't think I'd start him this week. Uh, that's just me. We Apparently, we feel quite differently. I, f- I feel different. I yeah, mean, I, I, I do get excited about Calvin Ridley every once in a while because <laughs> I think he's really talented. Uh, yeah, and I agree with you. I'm not saying he's not talented. Uh, yeah. But I, I think this Panthers defense is is good enough to cancel out a player of Ridley's caliber. Um, so I think, I mean, realistically, Ridley, I'm, I guess I would project 50 yards, no touchdown. Uh, Julio Jones will get his. That's just what he does. Yeah. Um, I think definitely cap what you're expecting from Julio. It's not going to be his 230-yard game this year. But I think he can do, I think he can get over 100, uh, and you can feel good about his output. Matt Ryan, I, I'm not starting if I can help it. I think I, I think he's more QB2 than QB1 this week. Uh, I, I think they're going to have to be a run-focused team. Uh, over to the Panthers' side of the ball. Uh, this gets a little more interesting. I really like the Panthers this week, and I think I think they're going to go off. I really yeah. like the Panthers this week. Yep. McCaffrey, we're not going to waste our breath. You're starting him. Uh, but DJ Moore and Curtis Samuel, I think you I think you start both of them, honestly. Exactly, Samuel yeah. has become a touchdown monster, and there's only two other players in the NFL with more uh, targets 20 yards down the field than Curtis Samuel. He's in the top three uh, of that wow. metric. Wow. So that's great. I like that Curtis Samuel has been making the most of those opportunities. Yep. Uh, DJ Moore, he's been a target monster. So I really like both of their opportunities. The Falcons defense is beatable. I, I like I think I'm everybody, even Greg so Olson. Excited. I'm so excited for this receiving core. I think DJ Moore is going to get 100 plus yards. And I think that Curtis Samuel's going to get a touchdown. So, yeah, that's and that's that seems to be how they do they it. Yeah. yeah, I dig it. Um, yeah, Greg Olson. You know, I, I'd I'd start him oh, more yeah, as a streamer yeah. than a locked in starter. But how how do you feel about Greg Olson? Uh, again, I said this about two weeks ago. Where every time I say I'm not really a big fan of Greg Olson, then he goes off, and he's been he's been doing well for the last two weeks. So I say start him. I okay, say start so him. this is the week we sit him. Exactly. No, I think he's going to, I think all of them are going to go off. I mean, it's going to be, I still think it's going to be a high passing game. Panthers are going to control most of the game. Um, but I like Greg Olson as well. Yeah. I think it's gonna be high scoring for the Panthers. I, I just, Andrew, I don't know how it gets done on the Falcons side of the ball, but I think, like I said, Hill should be good. Yeah. Um, and Julio should be good. I just don't think with Freeman being out, Hooper being out, Ridley still being somewhat limited by injury. I'm just, I'm not that, I just don't, I have a hard time seeing how those numbers happen. Um, I'm, I'm more excited about all of, I, 
I should say, I mean, I did come off pretty excited about Kelvin Ridley, and I think that he's going to be a fine flex is all I'm saying. I'm not going to say yeah. that he's going to get 100-plus in a touchdown. I think that he can get 50 and maybe a touchdown. I think he's get flex-worthy, nothing higher than that. Okay. Uh, Falcons versus Panthers. Give me the Panthers. Yeah, pretty obvious from Panthers. I wouldn't say obvious. Falcons well, just beat the Saints, obvious, my man. Pretty obvious by the way that we were talking. <laughs> Because you could tell we were both way more excited about the the Panthers' offense than the Falcons. Very true. Next up is another nominee for Game of the Week. I think this one is slightly behind the Ravens-Texans game. The New Orleans Saints take on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. These are two high-octane offenses that know each other very well. I will warn everybody, historically, when these two teams play each other, people get really excited, and it usually disappoints. But that's not going to stop me. I'm still going to get excited uh, because it's fun. Starting with the Saints, Drew Brees, I think, should crush it this week. I think he is a locked-in top eight QB with top five upside. Uh, Michael Thomas, you're starting, no-brainer. Alvin Kamara, you're starting, no-brainer. Oh, I I shouldn't say no-brainer. Tampa Bay Buccaneers have a fantastic rushing defense, first in the NFL. Um, yeah. But Kamara is a otherworldly athlete and he's yeah. so involved in the passing game and he's so shifty that you're starting him. And I'm not particularly worried about it. They all no. disappointed last week, but once again, I think that was more of a slumdog millionaire situation for the Atlanta Falcons defense. So I'm starting this, these options on offense with confidence. Yeah, um, I agree. I think it's going to be a really good bounce back game for the saints. Yeah. Other than Thomas and Kamara, are you interested in Jared cook or, any of these other receiving options? I'm not. I haven't seen enough out of Jared Cook for me to like him. And I, I know that it, they're going up against literally the worst passing defense in the league. So if there's any week for Jared Cook to go off, it should be this week. But I don't have enough faith in him for me to feel comfortable starting him. Yeah, no, I I'd rather certainly see where it comes from. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah, I agree with you there. Uh, yeah, I, that actually breaks down the Saints. That was a little yeah. easier than I expected. Yeah, yeah. Uh, over to the Buccaneers side of the ball. It's tricky. It's tricky. Gets a little bit trickier. Uh, yeah. I will say I was very nervous about Mike Evans. Uh, as you might remember, if you are a Evans owner, uh, when they faced each other earlier this year, Mike Evans put up a big zero against the Saints. It's a very um, big zero. However, he was covered by Marcus Lattimore, and he is projected to miss this game. So Mike Evans... Locked and loaded, you're starting him with confidence. I was actually, I did a write-up for him being the bust of the week, uh, but then Lattimore got declared out. So sky's the limit. Mike Evans should be able to go off. I do expect this to be a barn burner. Um, So Mike Evans, you're starting with confidence. Chris Godwin slowed down a little bit, but he's still on pace for over 1,400 yards. He's on pace for just over 10 touchdowns this season. You're still starting him. Uh, He brought you this far. Keep it going. You can do a lot worse than Chris Godwin. Another question mark we have is OJ Howard. He finally made it happen last week against the Cardinals. However, the Cardinals is the worst team in the NFL against tight ends. So that was, that was easy money this week. You know, OJ Howard could do it again. He's a fantastic athlete, uh, but I would not project it that way. Uh, If you picked him up last week, I think you'd be okay dropping him. Uh, putting him back in waivers this week. I'm not all that excited about his rest of season. Or, or at least chill out on the bench for a week. Because I do like, you know, he I, he's kind of growing on me. He could be clutch later on in the season, especially in, in playoffs for your league. So why is he growing but, on you? 
I he mean, did, it was he had one game. He had one. It was against the Cardinals. It was last week. It was last week. It he he looked good. He was targeted. I think you know four or five times, and you know I I don't think it was that bad. Um, I think he's talented enough to where if he gets those targets, then he can he can perform to a high caliber. But they're going up against a really tough defense this week, so I don't see I wouldn't see much of OJ Howard this game. Yeah, no, I certainly see where we're coming from, and I do think OJ Howard is a spectacular player. Um, but at this point in the season, I'm not I'm not gonna try for upside with him. I'd much rather roster a backup running back. Um, yeah, other than that, Jameis Winston, would you be interested in starting Winston in what should be a shootout? Uh, and with Lattimore I, being out. Yeah, I, I I think that he would be a, a decent stream. He's one of <laughs> Make those a players deal with where the devil. He's gonna he's gonna get, you know, three touchdowns and is also gonna get three interceptions. So <laughs> it's you'd never feel good starting Winston, but I think that this could be one of his better weeks. Maybe. <laughs> It's, it's we hope yeah i would i would stream him i think he's up there with the the upper tier of the streamable players this week would you stream philip rivers old man rivers or oh, would you stream gosh. Jameis winston i would stream Jameis winston yeah i'm with you there yeah chiefs have a better passing defense these two teams i'm taking the saints uh, yeah also I, i'm taking the saints as well we should probably talk about the run game Oh, gosh, you are correct, my friend. Yeah. Uh, run game for the Buccaneers. It was a little weird last week. It Ronald was. Jones had a really good stat really? line. Um, however, he had a big, costly fumble. Um, but the good news is Bruce Arians admitted Jones has done enough in the passing game to warrant more looks and uh, get more attention in the passing game. Mm-hmm. So even though he was sharing quite a bit of work with Peyton Barber last week after his fumble, I still really like Ronald Jones. Um, this is yeah. a really bad matchup for him, unfortunately. Uh, the Saints' rushing defense is sixth best in the NFL. Uh, so not a very generous defense to running backs. But Ronald Jones, I think, is talented enough to get it done, and especially if he's getting more work in the passing game. I, that only makes him more yeah. valuable. Uh, and I think that's where he can do damage against the Saints' defense. Mm-hmm. So I'm starting Ronald Jones as a RB3 but I think he realistically has RB2 upside. Yep, I agree with that. Start Ronald Jones. I don't think he's going to win you this week, but I think he's going to put up enough for you to be happy. Yeah, that's a really good way of saying it. He's not going to be a weak winner for you, uh, but he can be a solid option. Okay. He's going to get that workload. Yep. Uh, next up, oh, well, I guess we need to pick. I'm going to take we the Saints, yeah, but I'm I do not feel good about it. I think this could We're... be a near upset. Yeah, I think it's yeah. I was really contemplating picking the Buccaneers. Just disagree with you, but no, I think Saints are gonna gonna win. Out of those, the last three games that we talked about that we predicted be barn burners. So Texans, Ravens, Falcons, Panthers, Saints, Buccaneers. Which one is gonna be the highest score? <laughs> what barn's gonna burn the fastest? Which barn is gonna burn the most? Which flame's gonna be the, the biggest? You know, I cheated a little bit. I did a lot of looking at Vegas over unders. I mean, they're, they're typically pretty good. Uh, right. It's gonna be Texans, Ravens, in my <laughs> humble opinion. Yeah, I want to say that one. That's all right. We can agree. <laughs> I guess I guess we can agree on oh, stuff. Yeah, it just doesn't feel as good. Yeah. Uh, speaking of upsets, we have the mm-hmm. Denver Broncos. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. That was just fun for me to say. We have two of my least favorite teams, 
we have the Denver Broncos taking on the Minnesota Vikings. As yep. much as I tease the Vikings, I do actually like them. It's just oh, more fun them. for me cheering for them when they're bad. Uh, starting with the Broncos, this is not a very good football team. They're on a desperation play at quarterback. Mm-hmm. Um, there's really not a whole lot to say. Their best assets are their running backs, and that's Royce Freeman and Philip Lindsay. Unfortunately, they're facing the Minnesota Vikings defense, which is excellent. Yeah. This is a really good, well-rounded defense. Um, out of Freeman and Lindsay, I, I'm pretty sure you'll agree with me, but I'm pretty confident Lindsay's a better play. Lindsay, yeah. Are Lindsay's you playing him this week? Are you letting him sit on your bench because of the matchup? How do you feel about Lindsay? Uh, I would try to find someone else to play. Um, we saw the Vikings shut down Zeke last week. That was awesome. Uh, I th- like you said, they're the seventh best rushing defense in the league. So I don't expect a big game out of either of those two. If I had to pick the better one, it would be Lindsay, but I would try to look for other options to start. Uh, another question mark is Cortland Sutton. Uh, Sutton's a fantastic player. Last yeah. week you saw him make that phenomenal grab. Oh, beautiful. <laughs> awesome. Beautiful. Uh, his only handicap is his quarterback. Uh, and I'm, I could be wrong. I think it's Brandon Allen. Is that the guy's name? But, I don't even know. Yeah, anymore. it's not good. Yeah. Um, but Sutton, I think, can get it done. You know, I have him as a low end wide receiver, too. He's getting the targets. He's at about 25% target share. Uh, and honestly, they'd be foolish not to target him. And the Vikings are beatable in the secondary. Yeah. Um, they are not as fearsome as their name might imply. So I'm still starting Sutton. Not a huge amount if, of confidence, only because of the quarterback. But I think you can do a lot worse than Sutton. If Sutton plays, I he's start worthy because the the Vikings just aren't as good as you you know as they used to be. Like you said, we saw Amari Cooper, Randall Cobb both get over 100 yards and a touchdown last week. And then we saw Michael Gallup get a touchdown as well. So they are beatable. So if Cortland Sutton does play, you start him. I do want to point out, I do not think Brandon Allen is Dak Prescott. Uh, no. But yeah. I, no, but it, it's a yeah. caliber. It, it, a little different caliber, but, you know, I, I said it last week. I went on about the Vikings. It's just we're not as good in the secondary as we used to be. So, yeah, that's all I'm going to say without getting into specifics. <laughs> Because nobody cares. I can talk about, about that for a uh, <laughs> Over to the Vikings side of the ball. Adam Thielen is still not practicing. He'll be out this week. Yep. Here's a big question mark for me. Stefan Diggs and Christopher Harris. Who do you think wins that matchup? I think Harris is going to get the better of Diggs this week. I think mm-hmm. the, the Broncos defense, it's not necessarily formidable, but they They're are good. solid. They've got some good. good pieces. So They're the fourth best uh, passing defense in the league. They are real good. Yeah, I I truly think Harris will be able to shut down Diggs. Uh, Harris yep. is a true shutdown corner. Um, and especially with Thielen being out, who are they going to be afraid of? <laughs> you, see Johnson. You, have, you have Laquan Treadwell out there. Um, BC Johnson. And BB Johnson, yeah. Uh, so I, I do think they are going to focus on shutting down Stefan Diggs. I'm not excited about Diggs. I would yeah, ha- I, I have him ranked as a flex. As I, a I, I capped him at about at about fifty yards. I can't see him getting too yeah. much. I can see him getting around the fifty like kind of like last bench worthy. So you know, those he, those stats yeah, you put down, know. that's bench worthy. Are you benching yeah. Stefan Diggs? <sighs> Here, would you start I, Sutton or would you start Diggs? Oh Sutton for sure. 
Yeah. Wow. Okay. No, no doubt. Scary Terry or Diggs? Diggs. Diggs on this one. Just because I I feel like, I feel like I I expect about 50 yards from Diggs, but I feel like he still is good enough to where he can get a touchdown in there. Yeah. Okay. Huge play, so. Yeah, I honestly like Kyle Rudolph more this week than I I do Stephon Diggs. Oh, Uh, I'm so excited for him this week. Yeah, I think Kyle is a great streamer this week. You saw his upside. Last week, he scored two touchdowns. Uh Uh, And I think a big part of that is Thielen being out and defenses having to focus on Diggs. So I like Kyle Rudolph. uh, And Dalvin Cook is an auto start. You don't Mm -hmm. need to overthink it. Uh, I'm not particularly excited about Kirk as a streamer this week. Uh, like you mentioned, this Broncos defense is fourth best in the NFL. So yeah. I, I would not be messing with this passing defense. It's run. It's going to be run heavy. Yeah. And I, I do think Kirk is good enough to beat this passing defense, but I don't yeah. think he can beat them to the point where he's a, a fantasy football start. I don't think he's going to finish, you know, top five. I, he might not even finish top 10 this week out of quarterbacks. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, Delvin cook is going to be top three this week I, I mean the broncos rushing defense is good 17th best um but it, it's going to be a very it's going to be run first yeah. and we're, we're you know vikings going to try to control the game with the run so uh i feel comfortable in saying we both have the vikings yes. to win this game yes it's tough there's no packers this week so i, I can't rip on them but, I'm you know, so angry you said that because i was about yeah. to do a whole bit where next oh, game good. i was going to say packers oh. versus bye week so I'm sorry. You, you go for it. Absolutely. No, 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 no. We're for like the last five happen. minutes, I've been Cut it. working on it. Cut it and take two <laughs> in three, two, one, go. Next up, we have the oh. Green Bay Packers taking hey. on the bye week. Packers are projected <laughs> to win. Oh. Yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. Had, had That's to right. It was. <laughs> Next up, we have the. <laughs> I've got Packers on the brain now. I miss Aaron Rodgers. Arizona Cardinals oh, no. taking on yep. San Francisco 49ers. Uh, this should be a pretty easy win for the 49ers. Uh, granted, mm. we, de- we did see the Cardinals put up a pretty good fight against them a couple weeks ago. Yeah, that was cool. Uh, we'll that start with weird. the Cardinals. Uh, this is not uh, a very... I'm trying to think of a way to not be mean. I really like Kyler Murray in general. I do not like him this week against the 49ers. Uh, not starting him. Christian Kirk I have as a sit. This is where it gets gross. David Johnson, <laughs> I wanted him to be great. Love him as a human being. He is not performed. <laughs> and he's splitting work with Kenyon Drake. And Kenyon Drake is looking like the far better back. Yeah. I think he David did. Johnson's playing hurt. Um, and honestly, I... I want him to sit and then rest up through the week 12 bye. Yeah. So if you have David Johnson, I'm sitting him. Uh, even I if he was full that. health, I wouldn't be that excited for him. Uh, but no, David Johnson splitting work being the less effective player. Mm-hmm. He's a sit this week. Yeah. And, and we saw Kenyon Drake uh, did the best out of any, he had the best game out of any um, Cardinals running back this season against the San Francisco 49ers. And any so, running back uh, in general, not just, yeah. Yeah, not just Cardinals running back, yeah, but against, any running yeah, back this season. Against San Fran. So I think that Kenyon Drake is is startable this week. Yeah, I think he's um, an RB3. I wouldn't get too yeah, excited very for low him. End. Yeah. He's not, I don't think he's going to do as good as he did last time no. they played. Um, that was just weird. That was a crazy fluke. But, yeah, I mean, Kirk, he's fringe. He's borderline. No, get out um, of here. Shut up. No. He's he's borderline. No. I mean, he's a desperation. Wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Well, okay. Digs or Digs or Kirk. Digs. 
Okay. Wow. Jeez. Wow. That was surprising. I know how much you don't like digs. <laughs> um, whew, that was that. I'm kind of flustered. Wow. Be. All right. Just take over. I don't even know what to say after that. <laughs> okay. Uh, that, that really sums up the Cardinals' weapons. Not excited about anybody. Drake yep. is the person we're most excited for. Uh, over to the 49ers side of the ball. The, the Cardinals give up points. So mm-hmm. Tevin Coleman is projected to play and be the lead back. Burita's out. He's doubtful with a low ankle sprain. Uh, Raheem Mostert. He's, I think, a, a pretty sneaky play. Uh, you know, Tevin Coleman, I don't expect to shoulder the full load. Last time mm-hmm. they faced the 49ers, it was a pretty even split between... Uh, yeah. Tevin Coleman and Raheem Mostert. So I do think it's going to be more of a 60-40 split, uh, but I think even 40% of this backfield against this bad uh, rush defense, I think Mostert could be a good flex option. Yeah, I I could see that. I'm not going to disagree with you on that. Um, I I don't think as highly as you do, but I think I could see where you can make the argument about him being in that flex spot. Um, He also is involved in the passing game. A little bit, so I do like that aspect. Yeah, I would play Mostert over Marquise Brown, for example. Yeah, um, just because he's safer. Obviously, Marquise Brown has a higher upside, uh, but I'm all about safety. That's yep. what the schools teach these days. There you go. Uh, as far as passing weapons, you know, George Kittle is officially out. That's a huge knock against this team. Luckily, they're facing a really bad team, so it makes it a little easier. Sanders is questionable as well. He's pretty limited in practice. Curious to see what he can do. Uh, if Sanders is playing, you're starting him. But other mm. than Sanders, any interest in Debo Samuel? There, there's a little interest in Debo Samuel. Uh, he was the best receiver last week against the Seahawks. Um, got over 100 yards. So I, I I would put Samuel at the same level, a little higher than Mostert. Oh, okay. Yeah, I like Mostert more. Um, but yeah, no, I certainly see where you're coming from with Debo. All he needs is one play. Uh, and this is a pretty leaky Cardinals defense. So I, I get it. Mm-hmm. Uh, anybody else? Uh, Jimmy G. I think you can start Jimmy, D, Jimmy G with confidence this week. I think he's yeah, a top 10 quarterback. Good streamable, yeah. Yeah, oh, that sums it up, man. That sucks with Kittle being out. It does. Uh, these two teams, I'm taking the 49ers. Yep, Niners. Next up, we have the New England Patriots taking on the Philadelphia Eagles in what I project to be the saddest game of the week. Oh, wow. Uh, Patriots are really yeah. good. I mean, I don't need sad. to get into it all that much. Uh, Patriots are coming off a bye as well. Is that right? Uh, yes, they are. That's not great That's if you're an right. Eagles fan or mm-hmm. if you play football for the Philadelphia Eagles. Yep. Um, this is a tough matchup anyway, but give Bill Belichick an extra week of prep. That's that's really not great. So with the Patriots, I would be willing to start Tom Brady. I think he could be a top yeah. 10 QB this week. I agree. Uh, relatively easily. This is not a good Philadelphia Eagles pass, uh, pass mm. defense. Um, Edelman. I think he's a top 12 wide receiver this week. I think, he's just, week. I think he's just yeah. going to absolutely destroy them. Yep. Mohamed Sanu, I have as a wide receiver too. Yep. Uh, I expect good, big good, things good, from him good, this man. week. Uh-huh. I think who else? Sony Michelle, I'm not excited about. Uh, as bad as Philadelphia is against the pass, 
they are that good against the run. So I think this is more of a James White game. James White is the most targeted running back in the red zone in the NFL. So I think this is going to be a James White game. I think you can realistically get 50 yards receiving uh, and a touchdown out of James White. Yep, I agree with you there. I think it's kind of like when the uh, it's going to be kind of like when the Patriots play the Ravens. Um, it, not not score wise, but based on you know the, how the running backs are going to put in work, I think that it's going to be more James White uh, than Sony Michelle. I think that he's a very very good option. I'm trying to think where to place him. Run. Um, I put up a running back, run, low end running back too. Yeah, I mean, I, I put him at 50 yards and a touchdown, so that that'd yeah. be pretty solidly. Running back two numbers. Back end RB2, like you said. Yeah. Yep. Uh, over to the Eagles side of the ball. It is treacherous out there. It's weird. <laughs> it's weird. Alshon Jeffrey is out with an ankle injury. Uh-huh. That's gross. Jordan Howard is limited in practice, and he's questionable. And even if he plays, I, I would not I want to like start him. him. Um, uh. Spoiler alert, he's one of my sits of the week. Uh, oh, wow. And I feel pretty good about that. <laughs> That's pretty, yeah. Yeah, now it feels like cheating with him being so Ah, limited. Nah. Uh, Darren Sproles was put in IR, and they signed Jay Jai. So this is a a beat-up team. What is happening? Yeah, Yeah, it's it's not great. Deshaun Jackson is out as well. Uh, Carson Wentz, no thank you. I uh, even if he was against a, of the week. a medium defense, this would be yeah. a tough matchup. But I just had a really funny thought that Stefan now that Elshon Jeffries out, Stefan Gilmore is going to match up against Nelson Aguilar. Yeah, that's oh uh, my gosh. I think that favors Gilmore. Oh my <laughs> gosh! I mean, I would have picked Gilmore over Jeffrey. Yeah, I. Oh, okay. That's yeah. it's not going to be it's not going to be good for the Eagles. No, I mean I think legitimately Stephon Gilmore is a better wide receiver than yeah, I think, yeah. <laughs> Nelson Aguilar. I guess we'll we'll probably find out. Uh, we'll, yeah, we'll, no, that's we'll that's gross. Play. I think this whole Eagles offense is going to struggle in a major mm-hmm. way between facing a elite defense with an extra week of preparation and rest and having oh pretty much their entire team be injured. Yeah, I don't have a whole lot good to say about this team. I'm sitting everybody. Is there anybody? Miles Sanders? Or... <laughs> not, no, I'm not. <laughs> wow, that's a strong reaction. Um, yeah, I'm not starting Miles Sanders. Mm-hmm. I'm not. I wouldn't either. Overthinking it's, it. it's the best. I mean, it's the best defense in the league, in my opinion. So Yeah, no, I and I agree with you. And the Just stats don't. do too. Yeah, start Patriots, bench your Eagles, basically, with yeah. the exception of Sony Michelle. But... Yep, yep. These two teams, I'm taking the Patriots. Yep, taking the Patriots as well. I'm taking the Pat Riots. Yeah. Next up, we have the Cincinnati Bengals taking on the Raiders in battle of the bad defenses. Starting with the Bengals, we will keep it short and sweet. Joe Mixon Mm -hmm. is a start. The Raiders are very beatable on the ground. Uh, Yeah, it's... They're gross. This is not a good defense. The Raiders have given up a ton of points recently. Granted, they did have a good showing last week, but they're yeah. still very, very exploitable. Listen, uh, I don't, I don't hate the Raiders that much. I, I think that, hate the Raiders. I don't. I think that they're. And I mean, Derek they're on like Carr. a two-game winning streak. I think they almost beat the Texans a couple weeks ago. I don't think they're that bad. They do give up a lot of points. I'll give you that. I feel like you've been talking forever at this point. Yeah, that's uh, how much I like the Raiders. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm starting Joe Mixon. Uh, The only other person on this Bengals 
offense I'd be interested in is maybe Tyler Boyd, uh, just because of the target volume. Yeah, that, yeah, Raiders are a lot worse in the passing game than they are in the run game. Uh, they're ranked 30th or the 30th best passing defense in the league, which is, if you do the math, they're the third worst. So that's, yeah, I could see where this could be a good game for Tyler Boyd. Um, he really hasn't had a good season at all, so I don't have a lot of faith in him. But I think that he is a very low-end flex for me. Yeah, no, I'm with you there. Auden Tate is someone I believe in long-term, uh, but I would not be rolling the dice on him this no. week. Nope. Uh, just a lot of questions surrounding quarterback position. I'm not interested. So Joe Mixon, starting, uh, yep. and Tyler Boyd. If I can help it, he's on my bench. Uh, but if I can't help it, he's in my flex. Over to yeah, the Raiders side of the ball. The Bengals' rushing defense is 32nd in the NFL. In Can other words, that is literally the worst. So yeah. Josh Jacobs should have a huge week this week. Uh-huh. I do think the Raiders are going to cruise to an easy victory uh, pretty early on, and they're going to use Jacobs to run it down. So oh, Raiders, are, I think Josh Jacobs is for sure a top 10 running back and potentially yeah. a top five. If he I'd gets see to top five. Yeah. Uh, as far as receiving options, Darren Waller, I think this is a get-right game Start. for him. He's been having a, a rough last couple games. I think he crushes it this week. Yep. I'm trying to think. Tyrell Williams, Tyrell you're starting. Start. Other than that, I'm not super excited about receiving options. I think someone else will show up and score a touchdown, whether it be Hunter Renfro, somebody else. Someone not fantasy relevant. As please. much as I don't like Derek Carr, I think I like he's that. a solid stream this week. He is a very good stream. Yeah, and, and I, I have my blinders on. I just don't like him as a person. I think he seems like a nice guy. I just don't like him. I don't know. Something about his you, face. You wouldn't you wouldn't want him to be the quarterback for your team. No, I wouldn't I wouldn't even like want to go out to eat with a guy. Then again, I you've just, been spoiled with Aaron Rodgers for so so long. And we were spoiled with Brett Favre before, before that, that. Brett Favre. Um Yeah. Anyway. So I don't like Derek Carr, but I think he's a fine stream this week. Yeah. You know, I would I would start him over Kirk Cousins. I could see that based Whoa. on matchup. I had to think about, <laughs> I had to yeah. think about that I could hear the for gears. a long time. Yeah, because I, I love Kirk Cousins, and he's been playing real nice um, for the last couple weeks. But, yeah, I think, I mean, they're going up against the worst team in the league. So when you go up against the worst team in the league, you're going to put up some points. I think Derek Carr, both of them I think are going to be more run-based. But, yeah, I think they're both even for me. But Derek Carr is going to definitely streamable. Yeah, boom goes the dynamite. I am taking the Raiders. Yep, taking the Raiders. Oh, no. Next up, we have uh, the Chicago Bears taking on the L.A. Rams. Disappointing Rams. Yeah, and it's not necessarily all the Rams' fault. It is the worst. It is such a bad O-line. It is, And this is is tracked through, uh, I'm trying to think what the, uh, crap, that's going to kill me. Um, God, it's killing me. Uh, pro fantasy football uh it's a website that tracks uh success metrics for different fantasy football positions uh and they there's no other team in the nfl that had their o-line get worse than the rams the level of quality they had last year versus what they have this year is the worst drop off in the nfl Uh, and it shows the the texans offensive line from last year yeah no three sacks or whatever. <laughs> yeah, no, and Goff is no Watson. So, yeah. you know, it's hard to watch. Uh, so let's just start with the Rams. We're already getting into mm-hmm. it. Uh, Goff, 
you know, he hasn't been the Jared Goff of last year. This is not the Rams of last year. He struggles when there's pressure put on him. I do expect the Bears to be able to get at the quarterback, and Goff will struggle because of that. Uh, As far as options, I'm not that excited about Robert Woods this week. Um, Mm. You know, Brandon Cooks isn't playing, so that's an easy call. I do like Gerald Everett. Gerald Everett is a top 10 tight end. He has been for yeah. the last couple of weeks. If, if he plays, he is questionable, but he should play. He's questionable with a wrist injury, but Sean yeah. McVay seems pretty confident he's going to play. So I'm starting yeah. Everett with confidence. Top 10 tight end, uh, both in production and target involvement mm-hmm. in the offense. You know, he's getting all of it. Because this is such a, you know, get the ball out quick system with Goff yeah. struggling, uh, the tight end has flourished. Uh Cooper Cup, he let you down last week, put up a big old zero, uh, but I'm starting him again. You know, yep. he has been great this season, and you just have to roll with it. Weird game, but I expect big things moving forward. So I'm starting Cup, starting Everett with confidence. As far as run game, Todd Gurley has been a huge letdown. He's very touchdown dependent at this point, uh, and I don't know if it's because of his arthritic knee or the coaching staff is trying to save him, but Todd Gurley high-end RB3 this week? Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's as sad as it is, that's the best place to put him. He just, he's still getting a decent amount. of He's getting the majority of the carries, but, you know, around the fourth quarter, they just look for other options. So I, yeah, high-end three. Oh, man, that hurts yeah, to say. It feels gross, oh, but you have to, have to protect yourself. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you know, moving over to the Bears side of the ball. Well, let's go back to Goff. I'm not starting Goff. Okay. I don't think he's a good nope. stream. Nope. Cool. I agree with you there. Yeah, I agree easy. with you on that one. It's not going to be – he's not going to be worse than he was last week, but he's not going to get you good points. Boom. Over to yep. the Bears side of the ball. Speaking of bad quarterbacks, Mitch Trubitsky has been a train wreck this season, uh, and it's really affected everybody. As far as passing weapons, Trey Burton, that threw up a little bit in my mouth just saying that. He yeah, is yeah. not a start. He's a Chick fil A worker. <laughs> yeah, for real. Yeah, I would not have him on my team. Uh, don't even think about it. That was more a joke about Andrew being excited about him. Yeah, that was the beginning of the season, though. So yeah, it's okay. We had high hopes. Yeah. Uh, as far as the run game, David Montgomery was limited with an ankle injury and is questionable. I do not expect him to play. Oh man, Tariq, yeah, it's gonna be so bad. Yeah, Tariq Cohen uh, should be aligned to profit the most off of that, but I'm not starting him either way. You know, no. I'm I'm not excited about Cohen. I think they'll work in Patterson, Corville Patterson, more often than they have been, which Taylor is Gabriel. already too much. Yeah. But yeah, I think the biggest question mark on this offense is Allen Robinson, and I'm not starting him. He's a sit because Jalen Ramsey is going to be draping exactly. him. Yeah. He's a he's a sit by far in my book. I mean, if you the issue is if you really need to, you might you might have to, but don't expect a lot. I no more than fifty yards in my book for Allen Robinson. Yeah, it's gonna and, be the short pass. And I think that's it. generous. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is. I mean, you're going up against Jalen freaking Ramsey, so it's not gonna end well. Yeah. It's going to be a bad game overall. My God. Yeah, no, the Rams rushing defense is fifth best in the NFL, uh, so that's not good for the running game. And nope. they only had one viable wide receiver, and they have the league's best corner covering them. <laughs> so, shut down. Yeah, it's, it's shut down. not going to be good for the Bears. Uh, if I had to choose winners, I'm going to go with the Rams. Is there a way where I can 
I mean, I think everyone watching this is just the it's just gonna not be fun. So everyone's gonna be a loser, but all said. Uh, I'm going Rams as well. The final game we're previewing this week is the Kansas City Chiefs taking on the LA Chargers. Every year this is a pretty good game. The Chargers historically give them a run for their money. We'll start with the Chiefs. Patrick Mahomes, welcome back. He is a awesome quarterback. You're starting him happily. As far oh, as his yeah. options, Tyreek Hill, you're starting. He's a stud. Yep. I have start. I have a new nickname for Sammy Watkins. Oh, let's hear it. Uh, the Easter Bunny. Why is that? He only shows up once a year. Okay, okay. Uh, well, could he also be Santa Claus? He could be, but I thought Easter Bunny was more funny. That's true. Well, because Santa Claus kind of gives you gifts and you feel happy. He just doesn't really do that as much. Easter Bunny doesn't do that as much. Some people are afraid of him. Yep. I'm trying to help you out with the with the analogy. Yeah, that was oof. it. Just kind of was rough. Uh, no, trying to help you out. <laughs> anyway, Sammy Watkins. Just shut that down. This is where it gets weird. You should think about starting him. I'm not going to, but on it's paper it makes weird. sense. You know, he's the number two in a great offense with a fantastic quarterback who puts up numbers. But I'd rather. I'd rather eat rocks, honestly, than start Sammy yeah. Watkins. Uh, and that's not an exaggeration. I, I would choose to eat a rock <laughs> than start Sammy Watkins. Um, you know, I would rather start McCole Hardman before I start uh, Sammy Watkins. Me too. I honestly don't like any receiver except for Tyreek Hill this week. What about Travis Kelsey? Okay. Travis Kill, I guess. I'm just talking about wide receivers. <laughs> okay, so okay. No, no Hardman, no Watkins, none of them, because they're going up against the fifth best passing defense in the league. As weird as it is, the Chargers are the fifth best passing defense in the league. So, yeah, I, I, the Chiefs are going to need to need to put up points on this Chargers yeah. team. I think the Chargers are going to play well, um, and the defense for the Chiefs is not good. So they're going to. I think it's going to be a little bit of a shootout. So I would start Hardman as a mid-level flex kind of that that boom bust player we've seen it and it's gross but it's Deshaun Jackson gross gross. we've seen McCall Hardman do it time and time again this season it's it's Mahomes uh it I mean and honestly I see where you're coming from the Chargers do have a solid defense I mean they're gonna be focused on Tyreek Hill I mean it you just you have to play deep against the against this team I, um, I do see where you're coming from, where Mikol Hardman gets about one or two plays, one or two opportunities a game to have a big play. And if he capitalizes on it, then you're happy. Then you get that 80-yard touchdown. So, yeah, I, I could see where you're coming from. i just not a fan of him this week. Yeah, if you need to take a risk, I'm be, I'd be happy Go taking it, it yeah. on Mikol Hardman. Yeah. Uh, as far as rushing game, I was really happy to see Damon Williams take the lead. Uh, last week, he was the clear running back one for this team. He dominated yep. the backfield touches. I'm really thankful that was the case because that makes a lot of things more clear on this team. It makes I'm, it easy to analyze as well. Yeah, no, I'm starting Damian Williams with confidence, and I think Done. he has a fantastic game this week. I think he yeah. is a mid to high level RB2 this week. Wow, I agree with you on that. Uh, yeah, Travis Kelsey, you're starting. Love him. Mm-hmm. Other than that, I think that sums up the Chiefs over to yep. the Chargers side of the ball. Old Man Rivers, if you have to stream somebody, it could be worse. Uh, on paper, uh. on paper, it makes sense. Rivers puts up numbers against the Chiefs routinely. Chiefs have a, have a bad defense. Chargers has 
or Rivers has a pretty healthy receiving core to throw to. On paper, it makes sense. It may feel gross, but the smart play is streaming really both Rivers. Uh, Keenan Allen typically does really well against the Chiefs. I expect Keenan Allen to have a pretty good bounce back week this week. I can see him getting 80 yards and a touchdown. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mike Williams, I expect to have a decent game. I think he can have 60 or more yards, uh, and he's always a threat with a touchdown. Hunter Henry, he's a stud. You know, he's been a top five tight end since he's come back, and I don't project anything different this week. I think he can be a top three tight end against this Chiefs defense. Running game, Melvin Gordon, you're starting him. He should have a great game. Great game, yeah. Yeah, and they should run a lot on this team. You know, that's how teams have been beating the Chiefs. Austin Eckler, do you have him as an RB2, RB3? I got a if very low end RB two, I think I would, I would be more comfortable putting him mid RB three. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm right there with you. It was fun while it lasted, but I think yeah. the Eckler experiment is for the most part over. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Running back three flex option at best. <sighs> That's sad. Uh, these two teams, it's, it's sad. I'm taking the chiefs. I got to go chiefs as well. And the issue is that we're tied. Oh no. We're tied. How do we do a tiebreaker? We've never gotten to this point. Wow. We probably should have thought about doing that. We, we really should have thought about that. Okay. We'll have to, f- um, we'll do the wheel of doom. We'll, yeah, yeah, we'll figure yeah. out a system. We'll, uh, we'll figure it out by next episode. We'll figure it saying. out. So next segment and our final segment of the day is our week 11 yays and nays. We'll start with the yays. That makes me a little more happy. I'll start. Uh, I'm going to pull an Andrew. I'm going to do a little bit of a cop-out. Instead of playing one player, I'm going to do kind of an overarching team. team. Yeah. I'm going to go DJ Moore and Curtis Samuel, also known as the Panther wide receivers, against Atlanta. Atlanta is the seventh most generous team against wide receivers. Last week was, like I said, a slumdog millionaire situation. Things broke the right way. This defense is bad. Don't let last week fool you. These wide receivers are good and constantly producing. These are game breakers, and I expect this to be a pretty heavy Panther game. I think Kyle Allen gets it done. Give me both the Carolina wide receivers. There you go. If you want to talk about cop-outs, I got one of the best running backs in the game, Josh Jacobs, going up against matching up against the Bengals. The only reason I got him on there is because he's been questionable this week. So a lot of – some. I'm not going to say a lot. Some people were worried – about playing him with a shoulder injury because I mean it, I'm I'm not gonna say it looks serious, but it's concerning. I still think he's gonna have a good enough game. Is, going up against the worst. Is game. your next pick Pat Mahomes? It is funny mm-hmm. enough. Yeah, my next pick is I wasn't gonna say it was a cop out as well, but less so than your Josh Jacobs pick. Yeah, uh, the Bills against Miami. I love all the Bills. Stop me if you've heard this before. <laughs> These Bills uh, offensive weapons are deadly. Uh, and mm-hmm. Miami is a terrible, terrible defense. The Bills are coming off a tough loss to Cleveland. I expect Allen to run more than he has so far this season. I think him and Brown have a pretty good connection this week and connect on a deep throw against this defense. Singletary bombed last week, but he should be able to find opportunities and find short fields against this other team. Yeah. You know, I do think the Dolphins are going to turn the ball over and allow short yardage opportunities, short field opportunities for this Bills offense. So give me John Brown, give me Josh Allen, a little bit of the Beasles, and Devin Singletary. A lot of bit of the Beasles, a lot of it. (laughs) Um, I'm going to kind of go along with your first cop-out with 
with your Panthers receivers. I put Kyle Allen. Um, like you said, matched up against the Falcons, who are terrible against the pass. They give up um, a little over 260 passing yards a game. Like I said earlier, I think DJ Moore can get 100 plus yards. I think um, it's you know pretty fair to say Curtis Samuel can get get a touchdown in there, and Greg Olson is going to have a solid week as well. So I like Kyle Allen as a nice streaming QB. My final yay of the week is Brian Hill, the running back for the Falcons facing Carolina. He's shown he can be effective in the rushing and passing game, and he is looking to get work without Ido Smith or Devontae Freeman. Uh, Panthers' defense is not good against the run, uh, and I expect Hill to produce. He is the only show in town, and he's capable. So this is a solid offense. This should be a high-profile game. I mm-hmm. like Brian Hill against Carolina. If you got him off waivers, I think you inherited a RB2 this week. There you go. My final yay of the week is Michael Gallup. Um, so the Detroit Lions are terrible against the pass. Again, uh, we talked about how we think Dak is going to have an amazing game. Mark Cooper is going to have an amazing game. Um, but I think they're going to look towards Michael Gallup as well. He's got two touchdowns in the last two games, over 100 yards. Um, yeah, I think that he's going to put up, you know, a little more than 50 yards in a touchdown. Moving into our nays of the week, my first nay is Robert Robert Woods versus Chicago. He's going to play as well as I just said his name. I do not expect Goff to get time to throw. Uh, This Bears defense is still ferocious. I think Cup and Everett will dominate Goff's attention, uh, and Woods is not going to get an opportunity. This Bears defense, I think, is going to suffocate Goff, uh, and Robert Woods will suffer because of it. There you go. All right. Um, my first nay is going to be Adrian Peterson against the New York Jets. Uh, as weird as it is to say, the last four weeks, he's been a very solid, uh, I'm not going to say good, but he's been a, a solid running back. Um, you know, he's two out of the last four games. He's got over 100 yards. Um, you know, the lowest was 76 rushing yards in the last four weeks. So he has been a, a, a he's been rising up. But now with the return of Darius Geis and going up against the second-best rushing defense in the league in the New York Jets, I think that Peterson's going to start trending downward. I certainly see where you're coming from. I feel like you're not putting yourself on the line very much with these calls. Oh, come on. <laughs> uh, my next call is Allen Robinson. He makes me nervous because, you know, on the flip side of Robert Woods against Chicago – this is a Chicago player going against the Rams defense. Yep. Mitch Trubisky is not good. Uh, Chase Daniel is the backup quarterback, and I think he's only a little bit better than Trubisky. The worst case scenario is you know a player of Robinson's caliber having a terrible quarterback. Even worse than that is a fantastic corner facing this wide receiver. I think Allen Robinson is going to get shut down entirely uh, by Jalen Ramsey. I don't think Trubisky can do anything normally, but especially against Ramsey, and I don't even think he's going to test it. I don't even. I don't think he's going to even try to get any targets yeah. on Robinson. Yeah, so I think. I think honestly, I can see Robinson getting anywhere from twenty to fifty yards if he's lucky, uh, and that in my book is a sit. Yeah, that's a sit. I uh, also have Allen Robinson as one of my nays, so I'll go into my final nay of the week, which is Carson Wentz going up against the New England Patriots. Uh, there is no Alshon Jeffrey. Jordan Howard is questionable. 
Um, they're just their whole team is in shambles. They're going up against the second best passing defense in the league. Uh, it just it just worries me. I mean, Carson Wentz has not had um, a good year so far. I'm not. Uh, he's thirteenth, fourteenth best quarterback this year. I just don't have a lot of faith in this team this week. So I know that that you know the Eagles are also coming off a bye along with the Patriots, but this Patriots defense is so good they're just going to shut them down. And that ties in nicely with my final name of the week is Jordan Howard against the aforementioned New England. Uh, Jordan Howard is limited, so (laughs) this might be a little easier of a call than I predicted. Uh, But honestly, New England has had a whole other week of preparation. There's so many injured weapons on this Eagles team that I think it's going to be pretty easy for New England to shut them down. Uh, Mm -hmm. I am comfortable sitting Jordan Howard if you're thinking about it. I would rather have Duke Johnson uh, than Jordan Howard this week. So I think oh. you can sit Jordan Howard with confidence yeah. and play pretty much literally anybody else with upside. They're that, about the same level. Yeah. Miles Sanders or Jordan Howard? Miles Sanders. Okay. Yep. Yep. Uh, I, don't Miles like, Sanders I don't like either. Or Miles Sanders or Duke, Duke Johnson? Duke. Okay. Got Give it. me the Duke. That rounds out our week 11 preview. Thank you everybody so much for listening to the Barely Athletic Fantasy Football Podcast. We had a blast speaking with you. Hopefully you had a blast listening. Uh, We do have a small favor to ask. If you would please be so kind as to leave us a review on whatever platform you're using to listen to us, we would greatly appreciate it. That's what gives us life force and motivates us to keep doing this week in and week out. Thank you so much for listening, and we look forward to recapping Week 11 with you next week.